Tonight, CBS proudly presents The Homecoming, a Christmas story by Earl Hamner, Jr., a warm and inspiring all-family movie made especially for television. Welcome to Jingle Friends. Non-believers getting in the holiday spirit. All year round. I'm Sarah Catherine. I'm Carrie Griffin. And I'm Zach Kaplan. This week, The the Homecoming. homecoming, A a Christmas Christmas story. CBS presents... (laughs) An all-family movie by Earl Hamner Jr. Ooh. Yeah. A Christmas Eve that'll change their lives forever. Will it, though? <laughs> it'll, I mean, it'll change a, a couple of them, yeah, I think so. But I think the other kids are just like, yeah, I remember that Christmas. <laughs> yeah, they were a little <laughs> Yeah, I remember that spoiler alert where Dad beat up Santa. Yeah. <laughs> God. It snowed a lot. Yeah, it didn't take a lot in the 1970s. When did this come out? 1972? Before then. That's when the show started, so it must have been soon. It was before the before show that. because, right. like every, so the only people who actually made it to the show are all of the kids mm-hmm. and the grandma. Yeah, everyone else was replaced, which okay. is sad because there's some really great line readings from that mom. This movie, the mom, fucking. So I grew up watching this. Yeah, I this, watched it every year. This was Sarah's uh, suggestion. This is not my favorite. This no. is my mother's favorite. <laughs> So if if my parents are ever going to listen to a podcast episode, I think it would be this one. Hi, Sarah's parents. It's really <laughs> creepy. Um, <laughs> that just gave me shakes. Um, oh, God. Sarah's got the shakes. I guess the shakes. She's got the shakes. Um, but no, this is a horrible film. What was it like growing up watching this every year? I hated it. I hated it. I fucking hated it. The thing is that there's a... <laughs> There's a mystery in my family. Okay. Uh, where the videotape that had the Waltons homecoming disappeared. Uh, <laughs> and, quote unquote. Quote unquote. <laughs> yeah, disappeared. Here's the thing though. I straight up didn't hide it. But my mom like really thinks that we hid it on purpose. <laughs> I did not. Do you think now you- they own it. They own it on DVD. Thank God. Um, I would love it if it was like your dad. And it was like before you guys were even born, he was no, having to watch it. it. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I wish. I, I but the thing is that I wish that I had hidden it, but I didn't. <laughs> yeah. It oh legit just got lost. That's yeah. always the best. I don't know where it is. It's like I would have done it. Yeah, I would have done it. Cause hey. I hated it because the mother in this fucking terrifies yeah. me the pretty flower yeah she seems like she's on some sort of drug like morphine <laughs> she throughout the whole is thing so drunk <laughs> yeah during the entire thing yeah she, oh. and yet she hates bootleggers yeah she takes such yeah. a hard line against whiskey it just i mean he who smelt it dealt it right that's a that's a quote from the bible <laughs> that's <about> whiskey um <laughs> have you ever seen the ones before zach uh, I hadn't. Uh, my only uh, interaction with the Waltons, Carrie, is probably the same that you've had, unless you've seen them, which is knowing about Barbara the Bush. Barbara Bush <laughs> saying that she wanted Americans to be less like the Simpsons and more like the Waltons. Uh, I know Which it. is extreme poverty. Yeah, yeah that's like right? fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I knew that, but then I knew about John Boy. John Boy. From... John Boy. My old 
uh, my old favorite, one of those great, great Garfield Fat Cat three packs. Isn't that uh, his brother? Our John Arbuckle's brother is something. Is it John Boy or is it something else? Boy. Um, I don't. I I think it's John it's Boy. Jim Boy. Jim, or Jim Boy. Boy. And then also there's a thing where they he goes to his parents' house for Christmas, mm-hmm. and they do a little parody of it where they're turning the lights out. And saying goodnight to each other in the house, but they just say something boy to everyone. So it's, goodnight, John boy. Goodnight, Doc boy. Goodnight, Jim boy. Goodnight, Mom boy. Oh, yeah. Doc boy is one of them. Yeah. That's, that must be a reference to this, right? Yeah. It's yeah. so weird. That was all because they did it that's in the, the TV show, too. Yeah, that's like how they end every episode. He's, yeah, they say goodnight to each other. It wasn't every episode, but they did it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So when it ended at night, did you ever have any positive feelings associated with this, Sarah, or was it always? I love just... the Waltons TV show. Oh, I just fucking hate this movie. What's so much but better? I love about... the TV show. Like I, I still watch it. There's some good episodes. It seems like it would be compelling in like a prairie, Little House on the Prairie kind of way. Oh yeah. Like yeah. Well, and it was really interesting. They had a lot of interesting episodes because you know people would come by and. Get get them in trouble, Ooh. and then they'd have to find their ways out. A lot of schemers and shamers, oh, shysters, shamers, drifters, and drifters, huxtables. A lot of oh, yeah, the huxtables came by. That was a weird <laughs> crossover. A, it didn't make sense because it was two completely different time periods. Yeah, and really, it, suddenly the Wands became quite racist. Yeah. <laughs> It wasn't that good. I, I tell you what, though, the TV show, um, I don't remember a recurring black character. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But there is in the movie, at least. It's Cleavon Little from Blazing Saddles, too. <laughs> is that who it is? Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, God. The, um, yeah, you were saying before we recorded that the TV show tackled some, like, heavy stuff, like a Jewish refugee family. Yeah, there was a Jewish family that moved in, but they had changed their name. No one knew that they were Jewish, and they were like, hey, they're hiding something. And then two of the boys accidentally um, accidentally threw a rock through the window. Oh, no. And the family took it as, they know, they know, we're Jewish. Oh, no. The Nazis are in the mountains, too. Jesus. <laughs> wow. in the American mountains. <laughs> yeah. And now they, Walton's <laughs> mountains. How prescient. The Nazis are in the American mountains now. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's really sad because the boy wants to have his bar mitzvah. Oh. But his parents are like, you can't have your bar mitzvah because people hate Jewish people. You can never be a man. <laughs> yeah, you can never be a man. You'll forever be a child. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's me. And, and then John Boy finds out and he's John like, Boy. I'm going to make you a man. Whoa. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And so he's like, we're going to have his bar mitzvah. And then his father gets upset, but his mother's like, yes, he should have his bar mitzvah. And then the father's like, no, now they know we're Jewish. Um, but then everyone's like, hey, sorry about that window. Uh, totally not because you're Jewish, <laughs> but just because we're like assholes. We just like breaking windows. We, we broke your window, <laughs> and kids. no prejudice intended. <laughs> and then he was like, "Okay, I I trust you, Mountain Kids." For once again, yeah. there's also one episode that's really cool. That's one of my favorite. And it's about this girl whose father is an a- abusive alcoholic. 
that gets upset that the teacher is teaching about evolution. Oh my. And he sets the schoolhouse on fire. Whoa. And he dies in the fire. Whoa. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool episodes, you guys. It's a good it's a good show. Wow. And I tell you what, growing up, John Boy is some good eye candy. <laughs> He's got all the facial markings of a teen heartthrob. Yeah. To the point that I then looked him up as an adult because I was like, I've never heard of this guy. And he doesn't he doesn't look as good as he did when he was a teen. Out of I'm it. sure he doesn't. Um, <laughs> he looks fine now. I he only recognize it. He was, was in it. Oh, I didn't see it. He was the main guy in that. And then oh. uh, and then he did some Lifetime movies because mm-hmm. everyone was like, John Boy. Yeah. Man. Mm. Mm. John Boy. Uh, down here, John Boy floats. <laughs> it's not, yeah. not a joke. Just a combination. A <laughs> quote and a different character name. I like, I like that running theme in this movie is that John Boy is 15 years old and believes that he is growing at an alarming rate. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite. My favorite thing in this movie was like when he's writing his diary he says he wants to see a doctor about how fast he's growing in height. I wish that had yeah. been the plot just how panicked he is yeah. about yeah. how fast oh he's God. growing. He truly believes that he's becoming a giant. <laughs> yeah, They believe some weird things in this movie. One of the first things that we're introduced to is something that I uh, had never heard of before which is that Cows and other barnyard animals get down on their knees and pray on Christmas well, Eve. Technically, in the movie, they just say a cow. Just, just they the cows. They said that Papa said uh-huh. that cows get on their knees and pray at midnight That's, on and, Christmas and speak in human voices. Like well, they don't say that. They do. They do they say do. they speak they in human voices. Speak in human voices. They absolutely do. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, now I just think they're crazy. <laughs> yeah. I was fine before. Before. It was like they're just folksy. When but I was, now, yeah, it's like, but now they're insane. <laughs> when I was little, I my mom told me kind of the same thing. Like in this, it's about it ends up being that uh, it, it's related to the fact that Jesus was born in the manger, mm-hmm. and so every year they pray to Jesus. But the way I was introduced is that my mom told me that and. Um, on Christmas Eve at midnight, all the, like the cats that we owned, like the house cats and the dogs and stuff, they talked to each other. <laughs> they could just talk. There was like no religious connotation, anything like that. It was. I mean, my mom told me that the animals talked to each other, but not like day specific. Yeah, <laughs> just, always. Just, just always. I believed when I was a child because we had uh, some cows for a little bit uh, and a horse, and I for some reason believed. That if the horse ever laid down, it would be because she was dying. <laughs> I thought that horses never laid down. Oh my down. god, that's so <laughs> Which scary! Just like no, that's really not true. <laughs> They're did, just normal animals. Did either of you grow up uh, with any sort of like animal talking Christmas fable? I I was raised Baptist, and this they're a Baptist family. Uh huh. That actually would be considered pretty demonic. Yeah, right. For animals to be speaking. Yeah, that's true. Very pagan. Yeah. yeah that huh. that sort of thing you didn't didn't mess around with. They seem like the type of family to put uh to put logic above religious. Well, stuff. it is something that the father said. Oh, the mother yeah. definitely wouldn't have said it. However, the mother was open to them uh staying in the barn past midnight. 
yeah. to see if it happens. <laughs> Boy, She's the- like, all right, fine, get cold. <laughs> like, it's fucking cold out there. I'm surprised at that because I, um, I remember when the first time we ever had a Passover Seder, um, there's this thing in Passover, if you're not Jewish, where you have to let the ghost of Elijah into your home and you have to pour a glass of wine for him. <laughs> and then he comes in and he drinks his wine and he leaves. And he's like a ghostly drunk Santa. <laughs> and uh, my mom said when we were kids, I would always ask my mom if we could draw on the cup with a magic marker to see if the level went down. What? And she's like, my mom would never let me. And then I said, can we do that? Thinking that she would be like, okay, sure, I don't care. See what happens. <laughs> but she wouldn't let me. Uh, I bet it would be a good trick, too, because the water would kind of evaporate or the wine would kind of evaporate a little. Mm-hmm. And you would think that it would be Well, I think one of your sipped. parents would just take a sip. Take a little sip. That's yeah. true. Yeah, just take a sip. That's why my parents always drank the milk and ate the cookies. Yeah. Oh, yeah, mine did as Shit well. in the toilet, left it there. <laughs> what happened? Put a sign on it said from Santa. My uh, dad would make us leave. My dad loves raisins, so he'd make us leave raisins by <laughs> claiming that that was what the reindeer like to eat. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> clever. Why don't you just eat raisins? Yeah, very, very quick kind of tangent. One time my dad stayed at a friend's place in his guest room and in the bathroom there was just an ancient shit that was like on the cusp of the water and it like hadn't been flushed and it was just stuck there and like dried up. And he's like, what do I do? What do I do? And he had to like get a giant clump of toilet paper and like push it into the water. I know, right? So that's a fun story. Uh, for the whole family. Yep. So the main storyline for this uh, special, The yes. Homecoming, is that they're waiting for their father to come home. Yep. And he works super fucking far away. Yeah. That part of, he takes, so he takes like two buses. Mm-hmm. And then, this is my favorite bit. He hitchhikes for six miles. Yeah, it's just yeah. part of his routine. Yeah, he routinely hitchhikes <laughs> it's crazy. for six miles Yeah, it's to so, get home. It's so funny, too, because this would have been the 70s when this aired, when hitchhiking was like a big trend among young yeah. hippies, and kids' parents were not cool with that. Yeah, well, I guess it was okay during the Depression era. Yeah. Yeah, they were like, it was okay back then, but not for you. Not for you. They, no for one was like, Waltons. I want to be cool like the Waltons. I want to hitchhike. I want to be so cool they like live the on, Waltons are. They live on Walton's Mountain, or Wal- Mount Walton. It's Walton's Mountain, yes. Yeah, Walton's Mountain, mm-hmm. and then they say they don't own the mountain. They name the mountain. Because no man can no own man. a mountain. You live <laughs> on it you take from it yeah. and then when you die you go back to it grandpa walton fucking zenniest motherfucker you ever meet right because yeah. these days you could own a mountain i you have to tell you the grandpa i love this grandpa but the grandpa in the tv show uh <laughs> that's a grandpa oh yeah what made him so yeah. grumpy <laughs> he's he's so fucking wise and hilarious and he's a rascal too Ooh. like he'll always flirt with the grandma, and she's like, stop it. Because the grandma's the same. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's the same grandma. I can't believe they replaced the mom. That's crazy. I'm so glad that they she did. She is terrifying. She is. And also, she is what I would call a handsome woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love that term, handsome woman. Yeah. 
Whereas uh, the woman in the TV show is quite beautiful. Mm. And they talk about how beautiful the mother is in this movie. Yeah. And I'm like, she looks fine, but like, she's a beauty in her time. She's a handsome woman. Yeah. She's not like, I would think, like, I want to be a great beauty, like the mom (laughs) from the Waltons movie. Yeah. I have a feeling. But if you watch the TV show, you'll be like, haha, rare. I get it. I have a feeling that the mom was played by some sort of famous actress because I think she's the first build in the credits. She had a familiar face and creepy voice. She definitely put a lot of energy into her acting like charisma just, I, she's a great actress yeah. in it, but she's just fucking terrifying she's yeah terrifying she's so intense the first thing that happens you wrote it down in your notes is john boy scolds a cow there's a cow <laughs> it's so good they're bringing into the barn yeah that's the first scene they're bringing the cow in and he's like you, you what you think is you're like a rabbit in the springtime running all over the pasture and it's just setting you up to experience a really boring movie where they make a lot out of nothing <laughs> it's this, this kid lecturing a cow, and then you look at the cow, and it's just the most blank-eyed thing. <laughs> just, like, walking forward. Yeah, it hasn't learned its lesson. No. no. Then, <laughs> Not at all. When John Boy goes into the house afterwards, he does an FDR impression, and they are so mad at him. Yeah. The grandparents are furious. Mm-hmm. For him being disrespectful. Yeah, because they're complaining about the depression and the grandparents are like, oh, Roosevelt said that we're going to be back on our feet in no time. Friends, and you are my friends. Mm -hmm. And that's his impression. (laughs) It's so good. Mm -hmm. It's so dead on. And then the grandpa's like, how dare you? (laughs) He's our president. Have some respect. Yeah, that's... Uh, wouldn't say that shit today. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if they were trying to send a message, because who was president when this was released? Were there people disrespecting Would that it president? Would have been Nixon? Would have been... No, I mean, that was just a thing back then. You used to respect the president. But it's interesting to have a, a movie in the 70s that takes place in, in the Depression era... Like, yeah. there's a reason, because it was so popular. Like, they didn't want this, they didn't think it was going to be a TV show, but this special became so popular. Like, you can tell because we'll get to the ending, but they end it a very, uh, with quite a final note. Like, yeah. it doesn't they sound... They all <laughs> die in the end. The world blows up, that's how the Waltons end. John Boy goes crazy, he slits everyone's throats. Yeah. <laughs> because they keep calling him John Boy. Right. And that's yeah, he's crazy like, I'm a man! I'm a man! Just call me John Jr., please! <laughs> but call you, me John. It was so popular, and then the TV show was so popular, but why did this movie resonate so much with that audience? I don't know, when was it made? Where you Google that shit? It was Richard Nixon. Richard. Yeah. It was Nixon. Richard. Nixon, Nixon, mm-hmm. Nixon, Nixon. Friends, you are my friends. If I knew any more of We Didn't Start the Fire. <laughs> but I only know the part where they say Nixon. Yeah, so, then... so I wonder if it was like a secret message, like people aren't respecting Nixon enough. <laughs> I mean, no one really liked him. To yeah, yeah. Nixon. He was very hated. Yeah. But then this is when Creepy Mom comes out. And this was the line that I would say to my mom and she would get mad at me for making fun of the movie. Because I would just go out going, who wants to see something pretty? (laughs) It's very strange. She just peeks out from the cellar. (laughs) 
And then yeah. she comes out with a Christmas cactus mm-hmm. that's 17 years old that she forgot about. And now we know how long they've been married, 17 years, Ooh. which means they've been busy as fuck. They got so many kids. None of those kids are twins or yeah. triplets. Twins. This is one at a time. Yeah. These- she also, that also gives you a glimpse into how good it, um, she is at farming if she didn't even know that she had this Christmas cactus. Yeah. For like yeah. 17 years. She just threw it in the cellar. She's in there. Forgot collect- about it for 17 years. <laughs> although it seems it was just on a shelf close by. Right. Yeah, and it's blo- it's getting no sunlight, but it does bloom. Yeah, yeah. it bloomed and it looks gorgeous. Well, the, the flowers are like all down. It looks wilted, right? No, my no? mom has a Christmas cactus. That's just, just how they grow. Uh, they're, they're, it's a floppy plant. <laughs> one, of the flop, one of the floppy family yeah, plants. They grow like... Draping like, over their bowl. Interesting. It's called a bowl. The it's thing you a, put plants in, right? <laughs> a plant bowl. She's in there getting apples for her applesauce pie. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? I've never heard of it. It sounds delicious. It's because when you have a shit ton of apples, you make everything <laughs> out of it. But you have applesauce, you have apple pie, but applesauce pie? Yeah. Sounds like it'd be dripping. I thought it was an applesauce spice cake. Um, I think it was an applesauce, applesauce cake. cake. Yeah, yeah. applesauce I've cake. I've had an apple applesauce cake, cake before. I guess it's sure. the same thing, but you just are yeah. mentioning that you already blended up them apples. Yeah. She wants to have something for her kids, for her 25,000 children. It's, yeah. It just sounds great because these days you got your vanilla cakes, your chocolate cakes, and your cheesecakes, but that's kind of different. The but pie, technically. But like, yeah, <laughs> it's good. A cheesecake is a pie, but like fruit cakes are all you think of as a gross like British thing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, applesauce cake. I'm talking too much about it, but it sounds great. Um, yeah, and then she sits down, and Mary Ellen is like, "Hey, Mama, how did you know that you wanted to marry Daddy?" Fell in love, right? Yeah, and she went, "Why did you get married?" Oh, because why everyone gets married. We were in love. Mm-hmm. And then she looks to Elizabeth, the youngest child, and Elizabeth has the stupidest, weirdest smile on her face. I wrote that <laughs> and too. And she's like shaking, nodding her head. Yeah, yeah, love. And then the mom kisses her hand, and it's just w- the weirdest exchange. Oh For some reason, that kid knows what she's talking about. Yeah, that's what it looked like. Yeah, <laughs> Like she was saying, yay. Yeah. It's supposed to be like a sweet moment, but the, but the mom is like the only good actress in this yeah. whole like yeah. John Boy's John Boy's fine, but he's not really acting right now. But yeah, it's just a bunch of shitty child actors and like some really great actress just overacting the yeah. whole thing. Comes off very odd. But yeah, she talks about how like dad wasn't Baptist and they had a problem with that and mm-hmm. he like, wasn't even very did. religious. Right. Yeah, Her he father wasn't religious. Did. He was a wild man swinging mm-hmm. from the Walton Mountains. <laughs> swinging from branch to branch. Like Tarzan. Like Tarzan. And then, I don't remember how this comes up in conversation, but I wrote down the line that one of the kids says, I wish my daddy could fly. Yeah. And well, then someone like, says, Mama, there was a red bird in your crab apple tree, which uh-huh. I find, like, for some reason, sonically <laughs> to me, that's, like, the best that it's, but... It sounds like a weird innuendo. Yeah. So I think it has something to do with that bird. Yeah. Yeah, because, um... Uh, sh- he says that the red bird's going to freeze out there. And Grandpa says, no, they have ways of staying warm during the winter. Otherwise, it would have flown off with the rest of them. Mm. You see, guys, this entire movie <laughs> is full of really 
motherfucking slow content yeah. about yeah. mountain life, which is, I bet, beautiful on the page, but yeah. makes the movie very slow. Yeah. Farm beautiful wisdom. on the page. Some things that they say are so gorgeous. The reason why I brought that up is because the response is that someone would have thought he was a turkey buzzard and shot him down. What? <laughs> Why would anyone think their dad was a turkey buzzard? And why would they how, shoot him? And why is big, that funny? How big do you think turkey buzzards are? They're not that big. They're pretty big. But. Just, just a weird moment where they fantasize about their dad flying and being murdered. <laughs> yeah. So the mama tells the kids to go crack walnuts. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's going to go to the store to buy some sugar. She's using the last of her money to yeah. buy sugar to make this cake. Yeah. And it really is all they're going to have for Christmas dinner. Yeah. (laughs) Because they don't have any money whatsoever. Uh. So she's using the last of her money to get sugar. Mm -hmm. Um, So she runs off and yeah, the kids go and crack walnuts and have their discussions of... How, um, whether Santa's real, what they want for Christmas. Mm-hmm. The littlest girl's like, she ends up saying that she doesn't want to have babies. She wants to have puppies. They start talking about kids. And yeah. She says, I, wanna, yeah. I don't have babies. I don't want to have puppies. Everybody laughs at her. Just like, no, she, she can just get puppies though. Yeah. You can just get dogs. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to have babies. Mary Ellen's going crazy. Yeah. Because she's going through the change. Oh, yeah. boy. And John Boy actually spanks her. Yeah, yeah. right? The beginning yeah. of some weird. There's of a weird feeling betwixt John Boy and his you oldest know, sister. Yeah. You know there's some fan fiction there. Yeah, for sure. Between John Boy mm-hmm. and Mary Ellen. There's oh, a boy. weird scene later. Yeah, there's some... a super fucking weird scene later. Yeah, that's just like the beginning of it. John Boy's spanking her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's she mad about to get her it, to obviously. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> and then Mary Ellen calls him a liver belly bully <laughs> and one of the, the other girls the middle girl and i never remember her name <laughs> remembers any I never, of these other it's kids mary names. ellen elizabeth's the youngest the middle girl i always forget i'm so sorry middle girl <laughs> um but she was like i'm gonna tell mama that you said bad words lever lily does i guess From that's that, a bad word yeah. <laughs> that was that was considered a curse in the depression they didn't have a lot of money and they didn't have a lot of curse words so yeah you gotta we can have cash invest in some top quality fuck words. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> top quality fuck words. And that's when the girls start saying that Mary Ellen was saying she's going to marry a rich guy and move away from them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The middle girl said, I'm going to marry a rich guy and have a bunch of babies. And then Elizabeth said that she's not going to have babies at all. She's going to have puppies. And the kids think and this is the dumbest thing they've ever heard. <laughs> but I thought it was brilliant when I was a kid. Yeah. I thought she was a genius. <laughs> I too wanted to have puppies. Yeah. And then when she runs off crying and her brother, again, I forget the youngest brother's name every single time. Yeah. Um, he goes up and consoles her. He finds out her secret plan that every time she feels like she's growing, she just pushes and squeezes herself back to stop. I did the opposite. <laughs> I stretched. I feel like I sort of, as I would do that with my hair, I would try to pull it like out of my head uh-huh. to stretch it longer. And I feel like I sometimes find myself still doing that. <laughs> Just like, it starts I coming what out do of I your think head? I'm doing? <laughs> like, yeah. Then they cut to Mama at Ike's uh, general store mm-hmm. outside seeing Hawthorne, and she's throwing him shade 
because he's working for the Baldwin ladies yeah. that make their papa's recipe. Yeah, he's he's the pastor, the preacher. Yeah. Um, or he's a preacher. Well, he's a preacher. Yeah. He's the preacher for the black church. Right. This is Cleavon like, Little. But you can also tell the such a big difference that there's the segregation yeah. on this mm-hmm. mountain, obviously. Yeah. yeah. They do another episode about race, too. They're, like, mm-hmm. super respectful of him, and it's clear that she has, like, a good relationship with him, but they are, mm-hmm. like, completely separated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Extremely separated. Yeah, he's just shopping at the general store, and that's how she finds out that he's picked up the second job. And he's like, yeah, I'm working for the Hawthorne sisters. Oh, those Baldwin. The Baldwin sisters. He, he's he's Hawthorne. Hawthorne. I just get them confused because they're both the names of famous authors, right? He's working for his own sisters. <laughs> yeah. He's working for the old bootleggers, and mm-hmm. she's very morally opposed to this. Yeah. These, these Waltons have good morals. That's why Barbara Bush wants Americans to be like them. <laughs> Well, it, I feel really bad for her because when she goes to the general store, Ike's like, hey, check out all these new toys that I put out. <laughs> yeah, I got a doll. Yeah. He gives her a real hard sell on this doll. He really does. And she's like, straight up, I don't have the money. Back the fuck yeah. off. Well, we can put it on credit for you. No, we've never done credit. For Christ's sake, Ike, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Yeah. Just give me my sugar. Later on, after Mama Walton leaves, uh-huh. um... Ike's talking to the sheriff, and the sheriff gets... I always thought this was so interesting as a kid, that he was just like, a dime's worth of bologna and a nickel's worth of crackers. (laughs) And I just thought that was the coolest way to buy food. Yeah. Yeah. That would be fun now to be like, I need... Uh, $5 worth of Dr. Pepper. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can see there's a lot of Dr. Pepper. Yeah. <laughs> the sheriff's drinking this weird red beverage that you see him with every time you see him. It looks yeah, like dishwashing liquid. Yeah, it's a red liquid. soda. <laughs> it's, it is weird. I love it. I love the food there. And the bologna's like a massive thing yeah. of bologna. Yeah. And yet he still is like, really? That's a dime's worth? Yeah. <laughs> it's this massive thing of it that yeah. he's eating as his snack. Greedy sheriff always he eating, is. eating his But bologna. he talks about a bandit that's uh, breaking into these stores and stealing turkeys and canned foods and he's giving them away to families. The and then they head. immediately because they, Ike's like because the sheriff says, you know, he never stole from you. Maybe you even know who he is. Well, I don't know then, what you're talking about, <laughs> sheriff. Yeah, and then Ike looks up and they cut away to a guy in a car where each time you think, oh, that's Ike. Yeah. Because they look very similar. It's not Ike? No. no I rewound it's it. not. It's a completely different guy. Wow, that's so weird. Because it's Charlie. Oh, sh- Charlie. Okay, I got Charlie that's and Ike Charlie mixed up. Charlie came in. Yeah, that happened to me for years. So who's Charlie? Ike's Charlie the store is owner. Just, Charlie's just some other dude he's that there. actually is the bandit. <laughs> yeah. He's the bandit, and he's stealing from shit. What? Ike knows about it. Yeah. That's, That's why Charlie hasn't stolen from Ike. Charlie's just a guy <laughs> with a car, basically. I, yeah. <laughs> I feel like they like could only get Ike, the actor who played Ike for that one scene, and they were like, well, I guess we have to make this into two different <laughs> characters. Because yeah. it doesn't... Why, why are there two characters? Because yeah, it's so confusing. I know, but... No, it has fucking nothing to do with him. Oh my god, because he's got like a hat on and he's got his jacket pulled up and he's singing, so his yeah. voice is kind of different. And I was like, well, I don't know if that's the same well, guy, but the only way it would make sense if it's the same guy. Yeah, he's singing. She'll be driving six white turkeys when she comes. When she comes. Yeah. 
back and seat full of turkeys. The, the grossest back seat. Six white turkeys in the back seat. That's got it. Like, oh, by the way, don't sit in my back seat, anyone. I have to clean out the salmonella. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. So then everyone's back at home, and Mama Walton's looking for John Boy, and Grandma says. He went up to his room and locked the door. And that is not okay. Yeah, that's the other <laughs> that creepy part. That was not part. okay in my home. I found it really creepy how not okay with it she was, though. Like, yeah, she's she adamant. Was furious. My parents used to be really upset, too, if I had my door closed a lot. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah. they would be like, why do you need it closed? Why? I don't know, because I'm a teenager and I'm obviously <laughs> masturbating. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's the biggest thing that I realized watching this as an older person. Uh-huh. Because I haven't watched it for a few years now because I haven't been forced to. Yeah. <laughs> and just the shame of this poor boy just masturbating. Yeah. Yeah. That's like... Just let him masturbate. Yeah, it ends up he's not masturbating, but that's all you're thinking for this whole time. Yeah, the whole time you're thinking he's just whacking at it. You know what? It doesn't take that long to write in a diary. (laughs) Yeah, I think think he's doing both. I think he has two sets of diaries. (laughs) Once his diary that he just jerks off into. Yeah. <laughs> he just page. writes like he the jerk. dirtiest God. shit and then he jerks off He just writes it. the word boobs and then masturbates. <laughs> <laughs> he would write bosoms. Bosoms. Yeah. yeah. Luckily the grandpa swoops in and he's like come with me to get a Christmas tree. Yeah. yeah. Up in the mountains. Mm-hmm. They go far into the fucking mountain to get they could have went to the backyard. Right. They're like, grab yeah. that one there. And this is the one grandpa's been growing his whole life. He's like, I've had this my eye on this Christmas tree for seventeen years. John Boy's like, This is a great tree, grandpa, and goes <laughs> running for it. It's quite a scene. It's adorable because they're a fucking adorable family. Yeah. Thank God no one else cut down that Christmas tree though. He would have been like, God, I should have just waited sixteen years. Well, people there are a lot of episodes too where it's like um, well, who really does own Walton's Mountain? And then the government, I think the government ends up taking it. Oh. But at times I was like, this is like a, a Coen Brothers thing. If the Coen Brothers had no sense of like darkness or irony or anything. Yeah. Or it's like a prequel to There Will Be Blood, like right before. Uh, like it's bad. It's just, yeah. yeah. Like they've just got this nice town during the Depression, right before someone comes in and takes advantage of the whole town. There are so many episodes of like people swooping into the town and being like, this is such a great place. I want to buy I'm it. Gonna, yeah, I'm going to buy it. <laughs> I'm going to ruin this shit. I'm going to put it in a spa. Yeah. Don't you know you can't own a mountain? Don't you know you can't put a spa on a mountain? Yeah. Don't you know there's a cemetery back there? <laughs> <laughs> you moved the graves, but you didn't move the bodies. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, was it just me or was the tree that they get weird looking? It was a little weird looking. It was kind of weird. Like, it was super bushy on top (laughs) and less bushy down below. But that was the perfect tree for that year. Yeah. It's the Depression. You can only afford a half bushy tree. And you can't afford to shape it with a knife or a whatever well they're doing it all they're doing all this on christmas eve so there's no time yeah everything's on christmas eve which is ridiculous last minute yeah yeah it's crazy um but they're putting up the decorations john boy's in charge i hate that because the kids are fighting Mm -hmm. because elizabeth accidentally dropped one of the ornaments Mm -hmm. and john boy 
starts yelling at him and the mama starts yelling at John boy for yelling at the kids and tells him you're the oldest you're in charge to teach him to mind. <laughs> I would be so fucking pissed. I would be like, I didn't agree to having all of these kids. Yeah. And poor John boy. <laughs> it's not my year. Like this is ridiculous. This is all about how sad John boy is. Yeah. He's pretty much. Yeah. Not content. And poor Mary Ellen just wants to put an, a bird's nest in the tree. It is yeah. kind of a gross idea. <laughs> but she bird. cleaned it. Yeah. Well, we find that out. She cleaned it and there's like a little egg, but she hollowed it out and blew out the insides. Yeah, so it wouldn't stink. My poor baby bird. Yeah, she fucking killed it. She killed that what? baby bird. Yeah. yeah, she killed that baby bird. She ate it Hannibal so style. So even more so, put it in the tree. Yeah, well, you find that out eventually. But at first it's just like, I'm going to put this bird's nest with an egg in it up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, John Boy's not having it. And then the mom comes in and she's like, oh, this is a pretty bird's nest. Yeah. Oh, it's so Says nice. it's so creepily. Yeah. Yeah, everything. And Mary Ellen called them all a bunch of piss ants. <laughs> For being pissy about the bird's nest. Yeah. And I loved the mom's reaction uh, was that she asked Elizabeth, uh, she said, because Elizabeth said, Mary Ellen called us piss ants. And the mom said, well, you know better than that, don't you? And she went, I don't feel like a piss ant. (laughs) And she went, see? (laughs) Yeah, they have a weird sense of what you should and shouldn't do. Because this is right after the other kids had just said, you ought to be ashamed of yourself, Mary Ellen, for putting the birds (laughs) nest up. But calling your siblings piss ants is fine. And now Charlie (laughs) comes by with the turkey. Yeah. Yeah. And the grandma is questioning him like crazy because she doesn't see a bullet wound. Mm -hmm. She thinks that... he shot a sleeping bird, mm-hmm. which is bad yeah. luck. Disrespectful. I, I, I think it's disrespectful. Yeah, it's poor sportsmanship. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they gotta live, and yeah, they gotta live. Somebody they like they're really big about. They think he bought it, and they don't want charity uh-huh. as well. Which is like the only food you have is gonna be this cake. Just take the turkey, lady. Well, only the grandma questions it. The mom immediately is like, thank you. This is wonderful. And then when John Boy even says, like, I wonder where he got that, she immediately dismisses John Boy to go get some milk. Yeah. Yeah. We got a turkey. Don't complain. She's like, go milk the cow. So Marielle and John Boy go to milk the cow and have a talk about sex. Yeah, this Mm -hmm. is a scene that could have easily been, like, a scene that leads into a porno. It seems like they're flirting and falling in love. It's very weird. It's a really weird scene that I would even feel sexual tension about growing up. (laughs) Yeah. Like, because I already was digging on John Boy. And just just to hear John Boy talking about bosoms, even yeah. I was like, "Oh God, he's so sexy! I want him to be my older brother." Because oh. <laughs> like, just starts out with her saying, "Like, what did you do on that walk with that girl from church? Did you kiss her? Yeah. What's kissing like? Does it feel good?" And well, like, I've never kissed before. It's when she's jumping around, she's like, "Oh, I." I need to be calm. I will be calm. I am a calm person. And John Boy says, you better calm yourself down, girl. <laughs> I, that's my favorite line from John Boy is, you better calm yourself down, girl. Not a oh sass. 
<laughs> he is a very <laughs> sassy big brother. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Will I ever be pretty?" And he's like, "Your bosoms are just about no, no." You say All it the he right said, way. Yeah, because it's the creepiest way. Yeah, so I wrote this it whole down. time, this whole time, I want you to imagine how he's milking a cow. Yeah, yeah. he's continuously tenderly grabbing this cow's teeth, which she's yeah. already pointed out and as she thinks it's disgusting. So we already have like a weird visceral image of the cow. Yeah. And every once in a while, he has to calm the cow down <laughs> while he's doing it. Because he is actually milking the cow in this scene. Yeah. Which I think is like, oh, oh, what method acting. Um, yeah. So they're milking the cow and he just looks at her. There's silence. He looks at her and then he looks back to the pail and says... Oh, they'll grow. Yeah. It was the fucking craziest thing I've ever seen in a TV show. That's what Barbara Bush wants us to be like. I know. And then she looks at him and she's like, what do you mean? And he goes, your bosoms. Yeah. (laughs) It's very unsettling. Yeah. And then he says, I think you'll be right pretty just like your mama. Oh, God. This is the weirdest family. Yeah. Thing. Which would that would be so fine and normal if it was just like you'll grow up to be beautiful like your mama because then it's just like oh Teeth, I think milk, mom's milk, beautiful milk. of course but then it's like no you're gonna be real pretty and have real big bosoms squeeze like teeth mama squeeze the yeah. teeth squeeze the calf squeeze your the mama teeth. who's also my mama oh, it's so weird and disturbing it is. By the- and, and then they just break the tension with Mary Ellen going uh let's race. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of weird things with cows, though, I, I remember that we missed something from earlier when she like has her tantrum uh, yeah. in the first scene. Uh, she calms herself down by hugging the cow, and she's like, "Oh, hugging the cow always calms me down." <laughs> <laughs> These are little cows. Yeah, they're like short yeah. little cows. They're very cute and huggable. So if you're ever feeling stressed out, hug a cow. I hugged one of our cows. Was the bull? Did it calm you down? No. I was kind of afraid of the other one. So. <laughs> no. I only I only milked a cow like once. Oh, yeah. yeah? What yeah. is it like? I never no, it was weird. It was like a of I was visiting a my friend grandparents farm. Because uh-huh. my grandparents farm, you killed those cows. I never touched a single one of them. <laughs> they were gonna die. Yeah. Aww. Don't hug those cows. It will not calm you down. Don't get attached. I I milked a cow in elementary school. They would take us out on a field trip to some, like, farm where it was like, this is learning. This is how you turn butter. This is how you do this. Like, an activity center. But it was also a real farm, so we would milk cows. And it felt wrong just squeezing and pulling on these teeth. It's a little bit it's harder than you think it would be to do. Yeah. Yeah. get that milky milk out. There is a technique to it. Yeah. And they smell bad. Yeah, um, yeah, it's like not great. <laughs> yeah. So John Boy comes back, and they're all listening to the radio, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the grandpa is disturbed because John Boy comes in to turn the butter, and he goes turning in the living room. <laughs> we all want to listen to a little turn thing. Yeah, we all want to listen to Fibber McGee and Molly. What's can... so funny is that they have to all stare at the radio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't need to be looking at it. <laughs> oh my God. What are they going to do? Just stare into each other's eyes? <laughs> you could like 
be knitting or whatever. That's true. Yeah, you could look off, but everyone just stares at the radio. And I wonder if people really did do that back then, or if it's just something that's in TV shows and movies. Well, like when I was a when I was a kid, and I would listen to the radio in my room. I would like I would lay down and I would like look at the ceiling. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I would stare at the radio. Weirdness, but it just seemed weird to stare at the radio. But I would look at it sometimes. Like if a DJ said something that I was interested in, I would look over at it like, oh, this will help. I automatically thought, because you were in the 90s in that moment, of DJ Tanner (laughs) (laughs) instead of a DJ on a radio. The full house radio program. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Well, one time, one time my sister and I got uh, grounded from watching TGIF on TV. Yeah. But she figured out that there was a radio channel that w- played the audio oh my of TGIF. God. So uh, we just listened to that. Oh, wow. So what weird. a weird radio sh- station. Yeah, we just listened to that so we could get our TGIF on. Is it like for the blind? I don't They can just, I they have TVs. Know, well, maybe they don't. Yeah, maybe I, they don't. I don't remember it being like, and then you, yeah. they walked across the living room. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's how I would do it. <laughs> Loud, tapping noise like an old radio play. <laughs> um, so after, uh, while they're listening to the show, Hawthorne's son shows up and tells them that there's a missionary that's giving away toys at the general store if mm-hmm. the kids want to come. The mom says that the kids can go watch, yeah, but they're not allowed to actually take anything. They don't take charity. They it's don't w- take charity. It's weird now, that they want to watch other kids get <laughs> presents. Well, you got to think of this. They're bored. There's nothing going on. Yeah, they, they hate- this is like a big deal. It's that or stare at the radio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or have a sexually charged conversation while milking a cow. Yeah. What are you going to choose? Yeah, I don't like food, um, So they go to the general store. Yeah. The scene that continues... You guys, what my fifth grade teacher didn't realize was that I saw this every year growing up. So when she described the following scene as a personal anecdote, I went home and told my mom. What? Oh my God. Mrs. Wilkinson told me, <laughs> told our class about how when she was little, she was real poor and that some missionaries brought toys for the kids, but the toys were all broken. Oh, my God. And I was like, that straight up is the Walton's Homecoming, yeah. a Christmas story. I don't believe it actually happened to you. I believe you are full of shit. Do yeah. you think, I, I wonder if one or two things is uh, possibly true, other than she just purposefully lied. Well, here's the thing. She specifically said a doll. I wonder if she, like, saw it and remembered it as happening to her. Like, I wonder if that happened or if, like, missionaries just always gave out shitty dolls. I feel like it can't be that, like, consistent that they give out dolls with broken faces. Because it's, like, they're dolls that were donated. Uh So usually they would be, like... In a box, still. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, the kids don't say true to their word. They, just, I don't know how they're going to hide these presents, but they decide. Well, only Elizabeth. Okay. They decide that Elizabeth can go ahead and go up there. They have to name, they have to say Bible verses yeah. to get a present. And Which, none of them know any but Mary well, and John Boy. Everyone, so the lady goes up and she tells them 
that she told her all of her ladies of the mission mm-hmm. of her mission from her church that and this is a quote <laughs> why look to a foreign country for heathens when the mountains are full of them yeah she talks about how ungrateful the heathens are yeah yeah and she <laughs> calls them savages yeah yeah and she's like if you want a present, then you have to come up with a Bible verse. So the children know that Mary Ellen is memorizing Bible verses left and right. Yeah. And the other children of the mountain, these aren't Walton kids. Okay. That are running That's up what to confused Mary Ellen. me because I, yeah. I couldn't keep there track are other of. mountain kids. They're all <laughs> running up to her and Mary, Mary Ellen is just spewing out Bible verses. The super short one, I like the joke of she gives a kid one that's too long and he's like, I won't remember that. And she's just like, ah, Jesus wept. That was the one that my sister constantly would do. <laughs> she, that was her go-to, Jesus wept. Nice. John Boy gives the like one about a b- blossoming bosom. <laughs> yeah, that's the Song of Solomon one. Yeah, oh my it's god! Very saucy, and the kid remembers it word for word. And yeah. the missionary's just like here. Like, yeah, she's, she's like, oh, be here. She's all uh, flustered and stop it. Turned on. <laughs> I was so glad that it ended up. I mean, it's sad that the kid's doll has a broken face and she gets scared because it looks dead. It is, but yeah, it, yeah, it's she dead. just screams, "It's dead! It's dead! Somebody killed it!" Yeah, <laughs> but I was. So I was so happy that, like, we are supposed to dislike this missionary lady because at first oh, you don't... Oh, yeah. Well, she's shitty to begin with. But this yeah. was produced in a time when I wasn't sure if saying the word savages was, like, something that people just no, said. No, they're showing that she's okay. an asshole. I'm glad because I was like, I really feel weird about this movie if I'm not supposed to, like, dislike this woman. No, but, no, no. Yeah. They're showing that... She's an asshole. Good. Um, so they all go back home. John Boy goes upstairs to write about it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And his mom is has decided that he needs to go out to find their father. Because yeah. she heard on the radio that there was a wreck. There yeah. was a bus crash. Like you keep they keep peppering in like scenes where she'll hear on the radio that there was a bus crash or someone then then like then she hears that someone died in the bus crash and there's more people at the hospital. Yeah. So through this whole movie she's like been getting progressively worried but not telling the kids why she's worried because uh it's getting later in the day, dad's not coming home. Yeah. And yeah, now like that combined with the fact that her son's masturbating once again. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> to finish last night. <laughs> I know. So she goes upstairs, she finds out about the journal. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he says all these beautiful words about how he likes to look at the river and the meadow and listen to the lark and not slapping his dick around, I promise. <laughs> it is like a very beautiful expression of young kids who are just really drawn to writing because uh-huh. he's like he talks about how like he just has these things inside of him and if he feels like if he doesn't get them out then we'll he'll be, just burst yeah he'll just burst also he's talking about his dick it's being know burst too. he's like look mom <laughs> i gotta go up there i gotta write down all this shit from my mind put it in my books and then i gotta whack one out <laughs> and then i burst on it yeah, yeah. she doesn't look right? at his actual journals that are just like bosoms bosoms bosoms, bosoms, bosoms. bosoms. i'm too tall let's go to the doctor yeah. <laughs> but instead she's like hey Look, we'll talk about this writing thing later. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to tell you, you can't masturbate in the house. Yeah. And <laughs> you need to, to go 
you need to go risk your life to see if your father's dead. That's yeah. what's nuts about this to me is that rather than waiting to find out, she's just like, I'll send my you know my oldest son to possibly die. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's hor the roads are horrible. It is extremely cold out. Yeah. All right, Sonny Boy, listen up. You're gonna go to the general store, find Charlie, and ask him to drive you around to look for your father. He may be dead. <laughs> Bye. Oh, here's a scarf. I yeah. need it for you. Uh, don't worry, you're not special. I need one for everyone. Yeah. Shoo shoo. I'm giving you your Christmas present now because you may not live until Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he gets to the store, and this is when we find out that Charlie and Ike are not the same person oh, because yeah. they're sitting next yeah, to each together. other. Okay. It's um, starting to come together. And I love that uh, how Charlie got the sheriff caught Charlie is that Charlie had six store-bought turkeys in the back of his car store stolen and a bunch turkeys. of canned foods yeah um and he told ike that he said i i thought i thought he wasn't here i had no idea and Ike just says he outsmarted you charlie he parked in the back <laughs> and yeah. i love that as a kid yeah. there are some moments of like charming little wit throughout this and in the midst of a lot of boring very <laughs> slow scenes like that last scene about him and his journal takes like 15 minutes it's so it's crazy long. like i kept yeah. looking at this and i was like another hour left yeah i think there's still an hour to go at this point <laughs> so the sheriff spits in the store um <laughs> what yeah he just spits in the store because he's a dick he's putting peanuts in his soda what? That's what he's doing. I figured you guys would be like, what is that? Pop Rocks? No, it's peanuts. He's putting it in soda. My mama used to do it too. What? That's insane. Why? Actually, it's quite delicious. Peanut soda, huh? Yeah, peanuts in your soda. Interesting. Get an RC Cola. Put some peanuts in it. Yeah. It's pretty delicious. Oh, is that why those, those, <laughs> those jars full of snakes are labeled beer nuts? Oh, yeah, beer nuts. Okay. I don't know if you put those in beer. Or you just or eat you them just with eat beer. eat them with beer. Mm. Yeah. But, so, um, Charlie tells John Boyd to just go ahead and take the car with him. Which is a sly way of getting rid of the evidence yeah. also. But, Char like, John Boyd's fine with it. Yeah, John Boyd's fine with taking <laughs> a, a vehicle full of stolen goods. Yeah. yeah. John Boyd could get arrested now. Yeah. But they're like, you go, shoo-shoo. Mm-hmm. And he goes, and he's he's having a little scene where he has an internal monologue where you hear that he really is dissatisfied with the way that he's been raised. Like, he's it's him talking with his dad about how he doesn't want to shoot a deer. He can't yeah. hunt. He's trying so hard to be a man. And this Well, what freaks me out the most <laughs> is that the whole time his dad's screaming at him. He's like, John boy. John, John boy. boy. John boy. And it's yes, like, daddy. John yes, boy. Yes, daddy. It's like overlapping. It's yeah. very... Yeah, it's John very... Boy creepy and like like John Boy's really got some shit he's got to deal John with. John Boy. He slows down. It begins with a story of his father talking about a little yellow duck that he used to squeeze to make sure it didn't grow and then one day he squeezed it too much. Yeah. yeah. Just like that just like um Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Yeah. Elizabeth's gonna squeeze herself dead. <laughs> She's yeah. gonna die. <laughs> That's foreshadowing. But at one point I just yelled, Jesus, stop yelling at him. 
She just keeps yelling, John boy, John yeah. boy, in John boy's memories. Yeah. She just runs out of gas. Yeah. He just doesn't yeah. notice that he's about to have to stop. Because so. he's too busy reminiscing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then he goes to the black church that's out in the wilderness of the mountains. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're having their pageant, their Christmas pageant. Yeah. And it's very sweet. Yeah. And it's wonderful, and you see all the kids all dressed up in the nativity scene, and they're all cute. Uh-huh. And then and John Boy decides, I'll, I'll walk in, and instead of sitting in the back, I'll just block this old lady. <laughs> yeah. He sits right in front of this old lady that he's much taller than. He's just like, blocking her view. You know, I'm not really a part of this community, uh, but I know the preacher, so I guess I can sit up for It's <laughs> like, hilarious. Yeah, he waits and they wait until they do their little chant about what hey, are you gonna Hey Mary, what you gonna name that pretty little baby? Mm-hmm. I think I'll call him Jesus. Hey Mary, what you gonna name that pretty little baby? And then she's like, I'm going to call him a fucking savior, bitches. I'm going to call him the son of God. He just burst out of my puss. And he is the Messiah. Yeah, Yeah, things get weird after that point. I loved it. (laughs) I loved it. Um, So the minister talks to John Boy and he's like, look, the The Baldwin Baldwin. ladies Mm -hmm. live close by. We'll go there, get get us some gas. Get some gas. The bootlegging ladies that we mentioned earlier. Yeah. So they go there, and we're for, we're first introduced to them. They're putting ornaments on the Christmas tree, and they're these crazy old ladies, like, talking yeah. about former loves and, like... One former love, which is Ashley Longworth, which <laughs> is carried throughout the entire series. How oh, she really? pines for Ashley Longworth. Oh my God. How there's that. And this also has the beautiful imagery, how she talks about that in a whirlwind of golden leaves, Ashley kissed her. Mm-hmm. And then he never came back. And she's... He's a jerk. <laughs> and because she never heard from him, she says... I've decided he must have died in one of the wars. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, because uh, she's like still that waiting attitude. for him. She's still yeah. thinking about this guy who kissed her once. When she was 25 years old oh and she's like in her late 60s, yeah. 70s. Yeah. So these two old ladies who live together, we learned earlier that the that their machine broke down, but that doesn't play any part because they seem to have plenty of bootleg whiskey on yeah. hand because they yeah. seem a little drunk. They don't need... Well, they're not... They're just crazy. I feel spooky. like they probably are a little drunk because I think they do partake in the recipe but also they're just really crazy because one of them she when one of the sisters leaves to answer the door she goes oh you're not here anymore well no reason not to finish the conversation yeah and she keeps talking yeah. they're just yeah. kooky weirdos yeah the only the other lady could have died in the next room but she would have never known because <laughs> she's like well I'll just keep talking to myself but yeah John Boy and Hawthorne show up yeah and John Boy wants to ask him right away and Hawthorne's like, no, you got to sweet talk them. Mm-hmm. You got to take it slow with these ladies. So they talk, they sing. And then right when uh, they finish singing a big chorus, the minister just looks at him and goes, we need some gas. <laughs> it's a really well done moment, comic yeah. timing wise. Yeah. Yeah. She's like reminisced about heartbreak and all this other stuff. And then just. Oh, we need some gas. Yeah, he's like, we've got to have some gas. They don't have any gas, but they do have a horse and 
uh, buggy. Mm-hmm. And well, and the thing is that John Boy says, "Well, I ran out of gas while I was looking for my papa." And then they went, "Oh, well, why didn't you say that in the first place?" <laughs> and then Hawthorne looks at him like, bah, bah. Uh. <laughs> "But I'm just thinking." And his dad died, right? Yeah, dying in the snow while they were singing, "Throw out the lifeline, yeah. throw out the lifeline." <laughs> Someone needs saving today. <laughs> yeah, John so Boy's good. father oh needs some saving right now. Yeah. He's dying by the side of the street. They head towards town and they're in their uh, they're in their sleigh and they have to stop because a tree is across the path and it's like the smallest fucking tree. But they can't go around it. They could pick up that tree. No, they can't. It's too big. They can't go around (laughs) it. I feel like the person who wrote that scene had a much different tree in mind. And yeah, they they didn't have the budget for the size of tree that was originally written. It was. They're like, well, we there's no choice. We have to turn around. And yeah, that tree is easily like one person can pick it up and move it. Well, then they go to drop off John Boy at his house and all the kids are like, sleigh bells, it must be Santa. And the middle girl, again, like the mama's like, no, it's not. It looks like it's John Boy. And the middle girl says, is my daddy with them? My daddy? (laughs) (laughs) Most of the people that are in that room with you, it is their daddy also. Yeah. Other than two people in that room with you, yeah, is he not their father? <laughs> right? Yeah. For a split second, I was like, "Is there, are there two fathers here? Is that why there's so many kids?" I but, like that they're a little bit disappointed that it's John Boy, <laughs> and that's it. I know. She especially is because she. Thinks oh he's yeah, dead. she's the mom is furious. She's like, "You didn't go to the hospital. Instead, you went and partied with some old bootleggers." Yeah, and he's like, you brought I, back whiskey. And he's like, "I didn't party, and this isn't whiskey. It's eggnog." And she feels real bad for judging. Yeah. Yeah. And then the grandpa goes out to ring the bell. For the church. Because the Baptist, because if the Methodist is going to ring, and the Episcopals are going to ring, then the Baptists better ring. The Jews are going to ring. The atheists are going to ring. I don't think think the Jewish people are going (laughs) to ring. Who's going to ring their bells? I don't think so. (laughs) Um, And then there's this scene after this where the mom sits down with the kids, and I noticed how incredibly small Elizabeth's hands are. If you notice in the frame, they're just the tiniest hands. Doll hands. They're doll yeah. hands. They're so tiny. It's oh, it's crazy. She has very tiny hands. Anyway, so <laughs> they hear something at the door. It turns out that it is the papa with the worst dyed red yeah. hair that you've ever seen. It was obvious that they were like, oh, like three of the kids have red hair. Maybe the dad should have red hair. It's straight orange. Yeah, (laughs) it looks terrible. It looks so bad. Yeah. And then he tells them about how he made it there. His excuse for being out late is like, I couldn't get home. And then I hitchhiked, which I thought was part of his plan anyway. He walked like most of the way. Yeah, he walked most of the way. But my whole thing. And then he hitchhiked. But he's so like jovial about it. I was like. He's not tired at all. Did he sleep with someone? Does he have a mistress? No, no, no. No, because that's what God I was thinking. Damn it, no, okay. this is what happened. Okay, so he wasn't on the bus that wrecked, and then he didn't want to take a chance at taking another bus. He also took a lot of time to buy all those presents yeah, that he had with him. That's yeah, true. because he got paid that day. Okay. Yeah, so he was buying all of the gifts for everyone. That took a long time. He had a hitchhike. That took a long time. And then, as he was telling the children, he saw a man. Oh my god, this is the craziest. Yeah. yeah, he saw a man beside the house, 
and he, he scared him down. He wrestled him. He was going off in a sleigh and I grabbed this giant bag. I don't know what the fuck it is. Check it out. And then the kids open it and they're like, it's presents and not names are on them. <laughs> this is what a coincidence. This is I the fucking craziest story because he could have just said, I saw Santa on the way home uh-huh. and he told me to give you his pre- these presents. Yeah, but instead no, he, of he's like, no, Santa. I beat him up. Yeah, story I beat assault. him up. Don't worry. He'll probably come back next year <laughs> like, unless he's a pussy. Yeah. And some Fox executive was like, maybe I should make a movie starring Tim Allen with a similar <laughs> plot. Yeah. About. It's ridiculous. And I get pissed off that everyone got toys, harmonica, uh, but the two eldest girls got dresses. Uh, and the mom tells the kids, all right, I see some sleepy kids. Go to bed. You can play tomorrow. What are the two oldest girls going to play? Yeah. <laughs> try on dress I got. <laughs> yeah. Put on this dress. You can pretend that they can roll the dresses up into a ball and play ball with them. <laughs> he also got his wife just oh, like a bouquet of flowers. Well, I think. Uh, but she, yeah. that was, they were super expensive oh, because they, she started crying. She yeah. said flowers in the dead of winter. Yeah. It was a big deal back then. Not, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it, especially during the Depression. I'm mm-hmm. thinking with my 2017 brain. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's like, you have flowers any old time. Right? <laughs> yeah. time back then. Appreciate back then, your, especially up in the mountains. Appreciate your flowers, appreciate your president, and appreciate your... Don't appreciate your president. Don't <laughs> appreciate that bullshit. And appreciate your incest between brothers mm-hmm. and sisters. Um, yeah. Um, but then uh, the mom asks the father when the kids have gone upstairs to bed. She... Because he tells her, look, I'm... I quit the job. Yeah. I'm not going to go away every single week anymore. Uh. And then she said, well, what are we going to live on? And he looked in her face and said, love. Yeah. yeah. No, the kids. So the kids starved that year. Right. Yeah. That's so uh. fucked up because like, I guess that's the introduction to the Waltons being self-sufficient and working off of the mountain. He but- believes that the economy is about to turn around. Yeah. I don't think And it that's- doesn't. So they can have a TV show. Yeah. My God. Yeah. It's, it's pretty fucked up that he quits this great job that allows him to buy all these great presents. Also the present he gets for John Boy is a bunch of pads of paper. Yeah. For him to write in. <laughs> and he's I don't know much about this writing trade. (laughs) But I think you need paper for it. Yeah. But the thing is that that was massive, too. That would have been crazy expensive. Yeah. Yeah. That was so expensive. All of those pads of paper. He must have gotten a huge paycheck. Yeah. After he says, like, well, we're going to be destitute, a voiceover comes on and it's like, Dad passed away in 1969. Yeah, but a bit later. Yeah. He says that he looks back fondly on those times. Uh-huh. That it was his favorite Christmas. Dad died. That, my dad died. Well, no, that I became a famous writer like my yeah. father wanted. Yeah. That only my mom lives on the mountain now because father passed away. All of the <laughs> other kids still live close by. Yeah. I Mary just... Ellen and I are an item. <laughs> yeah. I think it's such a funny way to end a movie. It's like, well, here's who lived and who died decades later from this It's cast. like Six Feet Under. <laughs> oh, I've never watched that. I never that. finished it. Well, spoiler the last episode Whoa. is like, in the future, these people will die. And it shows like, then like many of them, it's just a natural death at the end of uh, old age. So it's like, decades okay. later. Here's who lives and who dies. Yeah. Don't have your own imagination about what happens. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's the Walton's Christmas. 
fuck. Shall we marry fuck kill these motherfucking Waltons? Yeah. yeah. City sidewalks, busy sidewalks, full of people you want to marry and fuck and kill. Um, I've got mine at the tip of my tongue, but Sarah, I think if you have yours ready, since they're so special to you, you should lead so it special. off. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I obviously married John Boy because I'm going to fuck him like crazy <laughs> all the time. So I could fuck him forever. I also think he'd be a great husband. Yeah, um, I, I wonder if I'll have him laser off the mall. I don't know. Anyway, I like it. I know. I think I'll be like, ah, it's, it's you know, I'll never lose him in a crowd. <laughs> um, as long as it's not like cancerous. Have you seen yeah. someone with a mole? Well, and also if he like ages rapidly or something, and I find his body, I immediately know it's him because yeah. I'd be like, oh yeah, the mole on his face. Yeah, if he's in a horrible accident, or if he ages backwards the, rapidly, you yeah. can identify mole the, the body. Yeah, baby with the giant mole is my my husband. Yeah. That's my husband. Give him give him a few decades. Yes. Yeah. Um. So I'll marry John Boy. Okay. I would fuck Mary Ellen because that girl needs to calm her shit down. She's horny. And she just she just needs some. Yeah, yeah. bosoms are none. Bosoms are no bosoms. Well, I'm going to wait a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> until she's got bosoms. Yeah. I'm going to wait until the last season of Walton's when Mary Ellen has become a nurse and she's very unhappy and I'm just going to finger bang her into happiness. Why <laughs> finger bang? <laughs> Why not? Um, <laughs> it makes for a change. Yeah. Shake things up. You should bosom so fuck her. No, I'm not going to bosom fuck her. Fuck you. Look, <laughs> I'm going to do her the way that I want to okay, do her okay. in the way that she wants in a consensual manner. Also, Sarah Absolutely. doesn't have a penis. Bosom fucking's a little more complicated when you don't have a penis. I just wanted to say bosom fuck. <laughs> okay. Well, fuck your own bosom. Yeah. So, anyway, fuck finger being in Mary bosom. Ellen. And then I would kill, of course, in this movie, of all things. I would kill the mother mm-hmm. because I cannot stand her because she's fucking terrifying because I don't believe that she's their actual mother. No. I think that she killed their mother <laughs> and that she's some kind of demonic spawn oh that's like slowly stealing their souls and it comes through their sperm and that's why she's like, don't masturbate because she's, you got to save it up for me to steal it at night. I think she sneaks into God. their bedrooms every night. <laughs> she has to jerk them off. She puts in a little needle in, their, oh, in, in each ball sack and, and then it sucks oh, it out God. and then puts it in a bottle. And then she goes to the girls <laughs> and she puts a needle what? through their the, uterus. Yeah, into their uterus and then sucks out little mini eggs but it only happens to Mary Ellen because Mary Ellen's the only one that's actually Mary Ellen hasn't even had her period yet she's just fucked but she's just getting a sperm from all the boys she's just sending all of this back to her spaceship Mm -hmm. so then her alien her real alien family can then copy and mutate into the Waltons because she's fallen in love with them. And she's like, the only <laughs> way that I'll come back to the alien planet is if you guys look, look e- and yeah. act exactly as the Waltons. How complicated. Well, <laughs> what really what com- well that's why I'm going to kill her. It's it too went, much. The how, show was on for kind of a while. How, it was on for a long time. How would you kill her? How would I kill her? I would tell her, I would ask her if she wanted to see something pretty. Yeah, thank you. I was hoping. Um, <laughs> and then I take her down into the cellar. <laughs> and then um, I would unveil another Christmas cactus. I'd be like, I didn't, I didn't even realize this was here. I had no idea. And she was like, oh, I didn't know either. And then 
I tell her, why don't you take a big, big sniff, big old sniffy sniff of these, (laughs) big old sniff, and then she'll lean in, and that's when I'll take a machete and chop off her head. God, (laughs) thought you were gonna like push your face into the cactus. It is a straightforward way of killing someone once you get her down there. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And then I leave the body, and I just walk out with a bloody machete, and I'd be like, John Boy, let's hit it! <laughs> and, then, and then we just leave, uh, and we never speak to the rest of the Wallens again. Yeah. And they're like, hey, guys, remember how that stranger killed our mom? And, and, and stole and then our John brother John Boy away? just left with yeah. her? Eloped with our brother. Uh, it was weird. Mary Ellen seems really happy about it, though. That, yeah. That's a Christmas that changed our lives yeah. forever. The that Christmas was the Christmas that changed that, their yeah. lives. A strange woman killed our mother. Yeah. Uh, Carrie. Um, I would marry Hawthorne. Okay. I think that he's very nice. I like that he doesn't care about the Baldwin sisters bootlegging because why would you? <laughs> um, so I like that a lot. He's a very good preacher. He has good comic timing. So he's got everything I'd want in a man. He's a good dad, he seems like. Yeah. I thought I had a little bit of trouble figuring out who to fuck. So I was like, John Boy seems like who I'd go with immediately off the bat. But I think what I would do is I would suggest to John Boy, come to this room at this time, we're going to fuck. And then I would also say that to Mary Ellen. (laughs) They would both come into the room ready to go, and I wouldn't be there. And they would see each other, and then they would fuck. (laughs) And then... I would <laughs> also. So my fuck is trick two people into fucking each other. But who would you fuck? Maybe I get in the mix for a little bit. Okay. And then I and then I leave. And then I leave to go downstairs and I get their mother and I say, Hey, I think John Boy's locking his room again, <laughs> his door again. But I know he's busy and the door isn't locked because I just came out of it. So she goes up, she tries to open the door, she can. She sees her two children fucking each other and she has a heart attack and dies and that's how i'd kill her very nice what about you (laughs) i am not convinced that the father really uh exists (laughs) i'm convinced that he exists he's santa claus i'm i'm i think he's got a mistress on the side all this leaving and going into town and being home late and I think, and and just to top it off, he like is just gonna quit his job and doom his family to starvation without talking to them first. Yeah, you know? like we're gonna live on love. Fuck you. No. So I'd kill the dad. I <laughs> definitely. I would marry the Baldwin sisters because they seem like a lot of fun. They do. They got plenty of bootleg whiskey. They have lots of fun memories to talk about. <laughs> they 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 live in this big uh, ornate house because they uh, have like their father's fortune that they're living off of. They and they also in the TV show are replaced with two. Even more hilarious women. Oh, nice. You you guys should really watch the TV show. The Baldwin sisters are my favorite characters in the TV show. They were awesome in this. I loved them. So, yeah, I would definitely marry the Baldwin sisters. And I would fuck uh, John Boy because he is so sad in this. He wants to be a writer. He doesn't think he can be a writer. He thinks he has to be a man and hunt, but he doesn't like to kill. He doesn't like the fact that he's the oldest and therefore has to take care of his young siblings. He's looking for one moment of happiness. He can't even get privacy. He can't even lock his door. So I would lock the door. (laughs) 
I would make sure the mother knew, so she was banging on the door, and I would say, John Boy, don't let her in. Push, like, a dresser up against the door, because, you know, she's got some sort of key or something. Yeah. Make sure she can't get in, and then fuck John Boy. Fuck him till he's finally has one moment of happiness. You you could read a little bit of his erotica first. <laughs> yeah. Listen, listen, really listen. In the mood. And then yeah. I would jump out the window and she'd be like, John boy. Because, you know, she'd finally get away to get the door open and move and like push it so the dresser that's blocking the way moves. And then he'd just be sitting there with his journals. Like, she'd be none the wiser, because uh, I would have escaped through the window. I was just writing about how I'm worried that I'm growing too fast. <laughs> yeah, and I would make one him... part of me keeps growing. Yeah. <laughs> so, that would be my Mary Fuck Kill. What did we learn, guys? Oh, my God. I learned that animal cows get on their knees and talk in human voices <laughs> and praise Jesus on Christmas Eve. I learned what the Waltons was. I assumed it was like a Leave it to Beaver style thing because ah. of Barbara Bush. Yeah. But when I heard Barbara Bush say that, I thought it was like some sort of, I, I figured they were rich. Like, I don't know why I thought that, but the name Waltons just sounds like a rich name. Because so. of Sam Walton, the founder of Walmart? That's probably it. Okay. <laughs> Sarah, what did you learn? I don't know, because I've seen this for yeah. so many years. But it's hard the, to learn anything from it. But the rewatch, like, you weren't aware that John Boy was so uh, persecuted for his masturbation till yeah, now. Yeah, I don't else? think I really thought how <laughs> how ridiculous those scenes were. <laughs> With her just being like, what does a young boy need to lock his door for? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, I feel like everyone <laughs> in the audience while watching this was like, he's masturbating. Yeah, he's yeah. Calm down. He's 16. clearly masturbating. Let him, masturbate. let him masturbate. Dear he has God. He so many siblings. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to, like, I'll, when I have kids, I'm going to ask them to please lock their doors. Yeah. Lock your door. Close it. I don't want to know. Mm-mm. I don't want to see it. Just nine one one text me. Yeah, <laughs> you get in she gives him this whole interrogation. Masturbation trouble. <laughs> you get in trouble. She has this whole. Interrog- well, what if they do like a hanging thing? <laughs> oh, That's yeah. one thing I would be like, hey, don't do the hanging thing. Don't do like, it. Wait until you're in a relationship where you guys can mutually masturbate in front of each other, and then maybe you can try it. Because like, I just want someone there. That you trust to watch you masturbate. Yeah, have if someone, you do, have a put a lemon wedge in your mouth. So then, if you start to pass out, you will bite down on the lemon wedge, and it'll bring you back. Oh, nice! Whoa! <laughs> I watched a, a lot of TV. Wow. Where time. did where where did that gem come from? I learned that I think from either Peep Show or. The Complete Idiot's Guide to Autoerotic Association. <laughs> I don't quite remember where I learned it, because I know it was featured prominently in an episode of BoJack Horseman, uh. but I knew it before then, for sure. Mm. That is so. really smart. Yeah. yeah I don't know that it actually works, but... <laughs> I wouldn't like rely on it. tried. I wouldn't rely on it. Yeah. Um, do we have anything to plug this week? Yes. So I have a show... This Friday at the Tank in New York, New York. What's the date of that show? Uh, March 10th. Friday, March 10th at 9 p.m. My improv team, King Crab, will be performing. Come check us out. And then I also have another show that Saturday, March 11th at 6 p.m. It's a free show at the Triple Crown. Y'all can come. It is a town hall meeting that is interactive with the audience as well. You are town hall members. 
It's a free show, and we'll be discussing Is Nicolas Cage a Vampire? I will probably be at that, because I'm about to be on spring break. That's my plug for myself. Spring oh, nice. break. Woo! <laughs> yeah. yeah, you should totally come. I'm gonna, you guys can't tell right now at home, but I'm flashing my boobs. <laughs> flashing them like crazy. I'm throwing no, beads. She's not. No. <laughs> yeah. She's not. I'm not gonna let... Let you guys think that that cool thing's <laughs> happening right now. Because it's not. Press them up against the window. <laughs> she's not. And of course there's uh, There would be name? a lot more sounds going on. <laughs> yeah, there'd be some There'd be hooping and hollering. Hoop, hoop. hoop holler, hoop. holler. <laughs> of course there's what's in your rotten soul.tumblr.com, your webcomic. Yeah. Check that baby. out. <laughs> And uh, I'd like to plug my friend code for the Nintendo Switch. Do it! That I've just bought today. If you want to friend me on there, I'm S- I'm uh, SW78252125-6509. That's 78252125-6509. Nintendo, get your shit together. These friend codes are horrible. Um, there's a saying they're going to figure out a way to do this through Facebook later, but, like, God damn it, these friend codes are too like, long. allow you to change it so you could have it be like, Zach won. Well, it, your name pops yeah. up after you type that in. Anyway, befriend me on there. I have no individual projects to promote. Except for my love for all of you guys yeah, and, and gals. And follow me on Twitter at Sarah Vents and Instagram Miss Sarah Catherine. Oh, I don't think we've done that in a while. Yeah. Terry. Uh I'm still at C Griffin S E E E and then Griffin. I'm also on Instagram. I often forget that I have one. It's Caro E Syrup. Nice. And I'm at Zach Kaplan, Z A C H K A P L A N. You can also follow my fake joke, Michael Winslow yeah. Twitter account, which I where I just uh, tweet sound effects at uh, mm. Michael Winslow Zero. It's a really good one. It's fooled people. Oh God, across yeah. The globe. I fooled DC Pearson somehow, <laughs> but he was he quickly realized it was a joke because <laughs> it's pretty obviously a joke. And of course, follow us at Jingle Friends at Twitter or Jingle Friends on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, rate us on iTunes. Tell your friends. Come back every Wednesday. New episodes. And of course, as always, we love ya. We love love ya. The Waltons theme song. I couldn't find the Waltons in your music. Well, I wouldn't have it. <laughs> oh, I love to listen to it while I work out. <laughs> in my music. Always jamming Waltons the Waltons theme. Theme song. I have to type it. Now, 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 now. Really now, now. It's the depression we're real sad. There's a whole bunch of us. Mom and dad like to fuck. We live on a mountain.
<laughs> These are the words. These are the words to it. I'm not making this up. It's like how you don't know. Jamboy has a mole. <laughs> <laughs> it's how you can tell it too. Because of his giant mole, you still find him attractive. <laughs> uh. This is how it goes. 